What's crackalackin' and booty smacking, my brethren? Welcome to another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast, coming to you live and direct from the BK Lounge with my BK Coops. It is your boy Mitchell and your boy Rubana coming to you live on this beautiful what is it Monday night? Tuesday, Tuesday night, night. Yeah, we we, we had to switch it over. The, we had to switch it up uh, this week. It's what? Are, oh no, I was gonna say there's a comedian that says he calls it uh anxiety monday or some shit like that anxiety anyways. Monday. <laughs> why could they gotta go back to work or <laughs> like because it's like the day of the week everybody has like hump day as wednesday you know like, oh anyways. yeah anyways uh welcome to another episode of the real dispatch podcast uh we got a movie he- movie heavy episode for you guys uh this week again uh you know because you got your, your boys are soy boys Soy uh, boys. boys and uh do the typical cis male thing and watch nothing but movies what what uh, is uh what, what is a soy boy what is that like this because like soy milk yeah i think they're just like making fun of hipsters like you know the the alt-right is like making fun of hipsters and so they call uh, them soy okay. boys because they're like soft and they only eat like <laughs> soy and you know like tofu i'm more of an oat milk kind of guy <laughs> i don't understand how they make so much oat milk like i don't understand it they they uh they milk the oats dude yeah i know but like how do you have that many oats it can't be real you, you just buy them <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of oats man yeah, you just gotta, gotta have a lot of money dude oh like yeah yeah that's why fucking oat milk so expensive and that shit's still selling out it's good what i like is i like the the barista edition of oat milk because what they do is they put a lot of like um i think it's uh sunflower seed oil in it so it makes it like uh-huh. like kind of like creamier and thicker. It's pretty good. I just know that at the beginning of the pandemic, there was like a, a shortage of oat milk, of oatly oat milk. Yeah, because like oatly was like killing the market. Uh-huh. And so uh, yeah, I know there was a shortage. And now like Cal- so funny. there's another brand called Khalifa that's trying to trying to swoop in, but they're, they're like Wiz Khalifa. They're not, they're not as good though. Uh yeah, it happens. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm still a lactate boy. Really? Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not like into. I don't know. Like the only the only milk I drink or, or dairy now is just for my coffee. No, nah, I don't it. drink milk. I'm just the only milk I drink is uh I drink uh, almond milk. Oh okay. And that's only when I'm like uh get home late and I don't want to make anything and I'm like super lazy. It's either a cup of noodle or a bowl of cereal. Oh okay. See, I can't but do that. Like, only, I don't like ever eat milk in the morning. Like I don't ever, even when I'm on my days off, like uh-huh. I'll make eggs or something. You yeah. Know what I mean, I won't like eat a bowl of cereal in the morning. Do I can't have anything other than milk for my cereal. Like everything's too thick. It just, it just weirds me out. So you, you, the only thing you can have is milk. Yeah. But isn't that thicker than like soy milk and no. almond milk? No, no. That's like, it's like, it's like has like a warmer taste to it. And it's like, like, like thicker. I don't know. You're tripping, bro. No, dude. I just, I, I'm telling you, if you have a... Well, you do. What kind of milk do you drink? Two, I used to drink 2% when I did have to have milk. Oh, okay. For sure, for sure. There's a comedian that has like a great 2% bit. Really? About how they got the 2%. Like, what are you... 2%? Yeah, what, what is that? Fat? What is... Yeah. But he breaks it down and it turns into pie like that. The answer is pie. And it's like, pie milk. And it's like... <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, arithmetic comedians. They're great, dude. They're one of the... They're some of the best. <laughs> There are few, few and far between. <laughs> uh, he's also got a great ramen joke. Oh, man. It's what, I'll send it to you. It's like one of the greatest right. jokes ever. <laughs> he's like, he says uh, his girl cheated on him <laughs> with five guys, no condom. And then he's like, he waits for the pause and everybody's like, huh? It's like, you know, like bits of laughter. And he's like, yeah. you can say she's into ramen. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then people will laugh even more or they stop laughing at that point. <laughs> No, nah, it gets like a killer response. Like people walk out, like pretend to walk out and walk back in. Like, oh, it's okay. so crazy. Like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great response. Uh, but yeah, um, that leads me to bring up, uh, you know, things are fucking starting to open up a little bit right now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hit the fucking orange tier by Wednesday or some shit, mm-hmm. they say. So like they're adding 6,000 more tickets for opening day, my boy. <laughs> for for what? The theater? For the Dodger game, for, oh, the, for Dodger adding game. six thousand more tickets uh, for fans to attend Dodger Stadium. Oh, okay. Uh, Are you, you down to go? So, what was that? So you down to go? I'm not down to go. I mean, you know me. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going for a while. Uh-huh. There's like nothing that I want to go to, other than like a show. But that like bands aren't gonna, aren't going to shows. Or there's there's not that's not gonna happen. Yeah. When do the venues but, open up? Is it huh? like the, is the when do the venues open up? Is that like the yellow tier or something? Uh, I would say September. I know they're selling tickets for September shows at like the big venues. 
Oh, okay. Um, at like fucking the four, like the four. I know the Greek was already selling tickets for uh, Jungle and uh, Krungbin, um, and I think the the shows are going to be in September. Oh, okay. Jungle um, and Krungbin. <laughs> yeah, Jungle. They're like a either Australian or New Zealand like uh, electronic band. They're real cool. Oh, okay. They got like a real famous song called Casio. Um, like, the, like the keyboard. What's that? Like the keyboard. Yeah, Casio. It, do you remember there there used to be like a cat? Oh, Casio used to make watches too, right? Uh huh. They still do. Do you remember there was like a Casio store in the mall? <laughs> they would sell like keyboards, watches, and calculators. Really? Yeah. I, I don't remember that. I, the other day I was thinking about all the stores in the mall that were like so random uh-huh. back in the day, like uh, MBS. Do you remember MBS? No. What was that? Uh, nothing but silver. <laughs> and it was like a store that sold nothing but silver, but it was like, it was qual- it was like 925 quality silver. It's just that it's all they sold and it was like hella cheap. But, like, for some odd reason, they went out of business or they just, like, stopped selling at, you know, at malls. But, uh, yeah, there was uh, MBS. Remember Wet Seal? No. That was back in the day. That was, like, a, like a trendy spot, like, for, uh, Forever 21 for guys, for guys and girls back in the day. Oh, like, okay. Like a, like uh, a, wait, what's, like, a Aristotle or Aeropostale? Aeropostale or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wet Seal is more a girl thing. But, yeah, they had guys clothes. But, yeah. Um, I was just thinking of all the random fucking ass stores we had over here. They seem like all so the, the mall owners are like in trouble right now. Like all the stores are closing and stuff. I'm sure, dude. Like, I, who goes to the mall? I, the only people I know go to the mall are like people that run around to get like <laughs> laps in. <laughs> <laughs> all the older people in the morning. Yeah, I mean the one by us. I don't know if it'll ever close. It's just like always gonna have like a rotating cast of stores. Dude, that like. that mall is rid- ridiculous. Like. I went to had to go to Best Buy to pick something up, and um, it was. Re- I hate going to that mall. I, 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 I couldn't find any parking, and it's like it's insane. Like there was like no it's parking the, at all. It's the main reason I don't go to Portos. Even though Portos has like its own separate has its own separate parking uh-huh. lot, it's still like I don't like going in that area. During <laughs> during the um, the pandemic, they've been pretty good. Have you been there since the pandemic hit or no? Portos. Yeah. Oh, my dad always tells me to go because he's like they got it down to a science now. Yeah. Like because in the beginning it was a little different. Like uh, you would have to like. It was just like one line, uh, and they would bring out your order to you, like right when they first started doing yeah. uh, curbside. And then now my dad says he's like, dude, it's like going to fucking uh, what's that spot? Remember A and W's? Yeah, like a yeah. Sonic. Uh-huh. Where you like roll up, and then they could roll up to your car. They give you a menu, and he's yeah. like, yeah, they just boom, boom, boom. You're out in like twenty minutes. They you could either go through the like the like the online orders, or then you have to order. And then, like, you go at a certain time, they'll tell you, okay, come, like, at, at whatever time they give you, and you show up, and they they bring your stuff out to you right away. Yeah. And, and so, like, there's always going to be a parking spot for you because they, they only do so many per, per time period. Correct. So, it's, like, real easy. Just go park, and then they bring you your stuff. Yeah, it's just still, like, going in that area because it's, like, you either have to go all the way around or you go through the mall real quick. And it's, like, yeah. I, don't know, I just hate that. That, that mall's so crowded, dude. I hate all the that time. mall. Like, what do people buy there? I don't know. I don't even know what stores <laughs> are in there, dude. I, oh, you, oh, that I didn't go to Best Buy. I had to go to uh, Spectrum to give them my modem. I had to replace my and modem. where's that at? Okay, so it's, you know, where, like, uh, the Red Robin and, like, the Lazy Dog at the, and, like, the Chipotle? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that entrance is in that entrance, like, to the left. So they're in the mall? They're in the mall now. What the hell? And it's, like, such a pain in the ass, dude, to go there. There used to be a spectrum in like uh, off Citrus and like Cyprus. There used to be there's like a little Caesars over there, but there used to be a Sizzlers right on the corner, uh-huh. and that used to be inside that shopping center. Uh, it's where the old Kmart used to be in Covina. Oh, okay. There yeah. used to be a, a spectrum. Now it's now it's a, the MTA place, but it used to be a, there used to be a spectrum in there, and I remember you used to be able to like walk in there and like give them your old remotes, yeah, and give you like a new remote or back in the day, dude. It's yeah. a long time ago. It's way more convenient that way, dude. Just like I don't know, just, I hate malls, especially this. I think I hate malls because of this mall, because like every single, it's just no matter what, it's crowded. It's the same thing with the mills. The mill Ontario mills is just like that. I haven't that. been there in it's years. Like, oh my god, I go out there, you know. uh I go out there because the New Balance outlet is uh, like uh, a little bit past that mall. Oh, okay. Um, it's off Reservoir, like right when you hit the 15. Yeah. So it's a little bit past uh, Ontario Mills. But sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to just stop at Nike, the Nike outlet to see what they got. And like, yeah, it's like a fucking nightmare to find parking. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like you park. It feels like you're parking at like a college. There's so many fucking people there. That's crazy, man. There's yeah. a lot of stuff there, though. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what the hell? I don't that was crazy. What I heard, I thought it was a uh, scary. Dude. It was like a Tron. <laughs> There's a effects. drone hovering outside my window right now, recording this conversation. <laughs> um, ugh, boy. 
But I was, but what was, what I was saying was, yeah, are you excited for anything opening up? No, but the NFL just announced that they're going to have full capacity this year at all their That's stadiums. wild. They're also adding a game this season. Yeah, the 17th game. That's crazy. I don't understand why. It's like such a, it's going to be such a throwaway game. Well, they, they're getting rid of one preseason game and then they're going to add, you know, another game. I, I don't think it's going to be a throwaway game because, I mean, you could say that like if there was 15 games and you now we have 16 games now. Like and it just it's gonna adapt to it, you know. It's, it's I gonna, guess, but for the most part, those last game seeds are already like you know set in place. It's only a handful of teams that are like trying to get or like either make a wild card spot or you know move up. But well, for they, the most part, everything's locked and loaded. So it's like with this last game, will people even play their their players or starters? I yeah, dude. I mean, if if you're down by by if you're down a game and then you could get the tie, you know, you, you tie with another team and you beat them during the season, that's yeah. your tiebreaker, you know. So it's still, I, I think, I think it'll be fine. I guess, but that's only a handful of teams. I'm telling you, dude. Is I, I guarantee it's gonna be like throwaway, dude. And then, like, I think they're saying that that extra game is gonna be like a special type, of, like matchup or something. I forgot how they did it, but like, I know the Cowboys are playing the Patriots, and we hardly ever play the Patriots. Yeah, we're playing the Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah, we're playing Cincy. Ooh, Joe Burrow, damn, dude. I know, dude. Against Justin Fields, man. <laughs> Wishful thinking, man. I kid. James Garoppolo, I love you. <laughs> when do you think you're going to go to the movie theaters? Because now that movie theaters movie theaters are open, dude. That uh, The movie theater by my work, dude? That shit is cracking, dog. Is it really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, big time. It's not crazy, but there's there's a lot of cars parked. You know that that, that little parking lot behind yeah. the theater? Uh-huh. It's like, man. Because like, right now it's only 25%. And then I think yeah. next week it's going to go up to 50%. I was so tempted to go. Uh-huh. They were playing Boogie in Santa at the Santa Anita uh, AMC, and yeah. I was like, you know what? It's in Arcadia. It's down the street. Like, it was a, like a ten twenty showing, and a, there was only uh, two people that had bought t- uh, tickets in the corner. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do it, man. Like, should have, man. But we, we, I could. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, wait till like, after your second shot. Yeah, I don't wanna be a, what, what? Wait till after your second shot. Yeah, I'm just like I don't want to. I don't know. I, I don't. See the key. Uh, the key's gonna have to be going to the very first showing because remember when we worked at the theater, like they hired a crew to come and clean all the last showings, like a professional. Yeah, but see, the, okay. So the thing is, they only do like four o'clock showings. Like they don't open up the theater like at twelve o'clock. Oh, they don't. Nah, I know, and they offer thirty percent if you go to the first showing, <laughs> but they're usually like at for, this past week. I've been checking. It's like they start at like four thirty, and then they only do like three showings a day of the movies. Oh, crazy! That makes sense. So. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to waste electricity. Yeah, but on Saturday that shit was that shit was there was there was a line like to buy tickets. Oh, crazy! I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, they said they they did like they redid their HVAC system and they have like these new filters that will like clear out the the like germs and and all the viruses and stuff. So we'll see. Well, I was telling uh, Ralph, you know, uh, there's this writer I forgot what what uh, newspaper he writes for, but he's like a contrarian. And he basically wrote that, like, we kind of had the beginning of the pandemic backwards and, like, what we shut down because essentially, like, you can argue that a theater is a little bit safer than a restaurant, you know? And we were, like, for the longest time, we've been, like, haggling with, like, we want the restaurants open, you know, like, a lot of businesses. And it's, like, we could have had the theaters open a lot longer because if you think about it, you go in there, you don't really talk, you know what I mean? If it's separated, you know, it's you're not as close as you are at these restaurants that are open right now. Yeah. So like, I think the idea behind it was like like a lot of the restaurants are owned by small businesses and like, you know. Yeah. So that's like people are like, "Oh, AMC, like they're a big organization, so it's like you don't have to worry about them." Correct. But, you know, but so let's like try to keep the restaurants open, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if Well, it's funny. It's you know, you these are it's like he writes that, you know, there's uh, there's always a rebuttal because like you can hypothesize all this stuff, but at the end of the day, it's like once you open up a door, it's hard to close it. So, you know, like if yeah. you would have opened up these theaters, you know, it's like little by little, you know, they could have had problems with people being like, well, why aren't you putting more people in the theaters? And uh-huh. they could turn into that, you know? So I don't know. It's always like, it's, it, it's interesting, you know, to always hear other perspectives, but, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, like I haven't, I've never eaten out during the pandemic. Like I've never gone to a restaurant. Yeah. That's not, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. That's not me, you know, saying, you know, like, I understand if you really need to go, you need to go, you know, uh-huh. um, at this point, it's just like. I can't knock anybody. Well, yeah, know? especially now that the vaccines are out. Like, I mean, if you feel safe now, you got your two shots and it's like, oh, go to out- outdoor dining, whatever, you know. But, I don't, um, my, my thing is like, there's no need for me to go to outdoor dining. Uh-huh. 
anything that I want from those places, I could pick up and go and eat here. And I know it's not the same. I know people argue that. Uh, not hospitality. Yeah, <laughs> you're true. It's true. It's true. But I don't know. It's just like one more, one more person. Pe- those people working there have to worry about. So yeah, that's how I feel. But like I said, I don't knock anybody for going. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it's a weird time right now. Well, I want to like, go to know, a theater, but I'm still I'm still just kind of like iffy about it. I don't know. Like I wanted to go see nobody. Yeah, but um, see, so, see the thing with nobody is like that's the perfect movie to go see at a drive-in. So like I don't like I wouldn't mind going seeing that at a drive-in. There's no movie that I need to see in the fucking theater. The thing is with nobody, I I could see it being dark, and when you see darker movies at a drive-in, it's like hard to see what's going on, especially with all the action. Like you know, like when John yeah. Wick, similar to John Wick, and like he's throwing all those knives and everything. It's like you want to see all those like you know like like sticking in the arms, you know, and bones breaking and shit like that. So that's my oh, issue shit. about the driving. Just got the update that UCLA is going to the Final Four. It's like the first time in fucking years. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I there, there's like you know sometimes like I got the urge to go see Boogie. I was like I wanted to go see it in the theater, dude. Yeah, like have that popcorn. Like, What's that? To have some popcorn. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. But it's like I, I just can't do it. I just I can't do it. It's like uh, I feel like uh, when I do shit, if I were to do something like that, I would be a little selfish because I live with my grandpa. But at the same time, I don't want anybody to think that I'm like talking down on you or anything uh-huh. like that. Just like if you're going to do it, you got to do it. And especially at this point, because at this point, I just feel like it's all we're not going back. There's no turning back. There's yeah. they, they, this shit about, oh, you know, all these <laughs> scientists are like, yeah, we're see we're going to see another uptick. Like we might fucking <laughs> we might hit critical mass. And it's like, it don't matter. At this point, we're not shutting down. There, It's just herd immunity at this point. Yeah, you can't take things away again, especially the way it's been ran in California. Like, people are just so fed up with everything. Yeah, exactly. You know? you and Texas I mean? is so. already completely open. Hey, you see that that when Texas went completely open and then they dropped their mask mandate, cases dropped like 40% like two weeks later. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, huh? Well, yeah, that same article I was, that same article I read, you know, the guy says that, they still don't understand what happened with Florida. Like people just don't understand like <laughs> how like some parts of Florida is just like they were hit gnarly, but other parts are like mad recovered right now. And it's like, fine. Like Florida is, is like, like the Bermuda it's, like, Triangle. so weird. Of the United like States. this virus is so, it's so fucking weird. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just see, I, and then, you know, I hear all these comedians right now. There's a lot of comedians that are like, they're, they're starting to do shows and there's things are starting to show open up and so a lot of these comedians are like coming to the west coast to do like these podcasts with all the west coast guys or vice versa they're going to the east coast and they said that there's like a real <laughs> there's like a real hysteria in cali when it comes to uh the virus really like you know we what I mean? that's right that's what i i, I don't know because i you, like you see like uh vlogs or different things different podcasts with people and it, it does seem like over here, it's like way more like everybody, it's con- way more concerning to people. Correct. You know, I think because uh, Mickey watches like a couple of vloggers like in Tennessee and like, you know, just different places and they're just like normal. Yeah. You know, they're going to like Coles and going to different places and like they're just walking <laughs> around like nothing's going on, you know, and, and then they're yeah. but then their cases are low. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Like this virus is so fucking weird, you know? Yeah. It's so weird. I don't understand it. But yeah, I don't know when I'm going to go to theaters uh i'm still counting down the days to like think about when i can go to a show what about if the foo fighters made a evil dead type movie about being possessed while recording an album would you go see that the foo fighters yeah why the foo fighters well that's they they just shot that movie like they made it in secret (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) god bless the foo fighters and dave Grohl, but no I guess they got the guy who directed Hatchet Three, and they made like a like they they go to the Adam store. Green. No, no, Adam. He that's the only Hatchet he didn't direct. Who directed Hatchet Three? Um, B.J. McDonnell. What the hell? Yeah, that's like the only one. Which he one's did. Hatchet Three? That is. Um, it's one. not Chicken and Biscuits. That's no, two. no, no. That's two. One. Part three is uh, they they I remember they're like in a jail cell or something, and then I don't remember that one. Yeah, my favorite was was number two. Which one's two? That's the one with with the chicken and biscuits. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. biscuits and gravy. And that's the one with the biscuits. with a huge chainsaw, and he cuts the two the two dudes. Remember the like he gets them. Oh, and, the that's the one with the long, 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 super long chainsaw, right? Yeah, and he cuts them in half. Like, pff, yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, that's cool. 
But uh, yeah, so they made that movie. So I mean, their Everlong video was Evil Dead based. So I mean, hopefully it's it's pretty good. You know, it seems like they're into <laughs> horror movies. I know that right now they're doing like a series online because I seen uh, this guy post. He posts a lot about music, and he posted that uh, they're like breaking down that album. And he's like doing like seven minute in depth videos about the album, and then he plays like an acoustic rendition of the songs. And I guess he did like Everlong. Every, so. Everybody's done Everlong. I don't even know how to play guitar, and I've done Everlong. Oh my god, <laughs> same here. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Adam Wingard, did you hear about him? He's making the Thundercats movie now. Yeah, and uh, there's like a petition online to already get Thundercats, Thundercat, the bassist to score. The Shut Thundercats up, dude! Really? Movie. That'd be awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, that shit was funny. He directed the new Kong, right? Yeah, he directed the new Kong and uh, the Godzilla. guest and your next. Yeah, and then he did the Blair Witch Project, the remake, the remake, whatever. And yeah. then he he's doing Face Off, the new Face Off, the sequel. He's directing it. He's directing it. Yeah, he's writing and directing it. I know that the new Kong movie is getting good reviews, so we'll see how that goes. I like it, dude. He came out with the interview, and they were saying like, okay, so the movie's under two hours. And people are already saying like, "Oh, we want the you know the the Wingard cut because there ha- oh ha- there has God, to be more if it's on- if the version we're watching is under two hours." But he came out and said like, "No, I think movies should be under two hours. You know that's that's how I make my movies." Yeah. So I'm stoked, dude, because I believe the same thing. Movies should be under two hours, man. Unless it's like an epic, you know, thing. Then it's just like. But if you're just like a, a romantic comedy that's two hours and fifteen minutes, get the fuck out of here, dude. Was it like two episodes ago? Did we just do the Snyder Cut? You're like, this is the greatest movie of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, either you do under two hours or you go over three and a half. Oh, shit. There's no no in between. (laughs) No, but but I broke that movie up into two pieces, so. Uh, What was I going to say? Fucking, uh, yeah, they're saying good things about, uh, they're saying really good things about fucking... Godzilla? Uh, the, the, the Zilla movie and... Um, the Zilla movie? It's <laughs> just like the different Zilla, house yeah, listings? The Zilla, the Zilla movie, the Kaiju movie, the Gojira movie. Gojira. Uh, <laughs> the metal band? It just... <laughs> That's what they got the name from! <laughs> uh, Rebecca Hall, the Babraham Lincoln is in it. I saw her, the new trailer for her new movie. I don't know if you saw it. No. Uh, it's uh, something to do... It's like a haunted house. It's all, almost like the house is haunted kind of thing, but... It's like a, a different, almost like an alternate reality. It kind of reminds me of Coherence. That's the only reason I brought oh, it up. Oh, okay. I, I, I saw that it was posted, but I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to watch it. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, huh, looks interesting. I know the Beyond Fest guys were like, this was really good. But I guess like it got like an amazing audience reaction at the last Beyond Fest when uh, they played it. I know uh, yeah. Sam Raimi's movie is coming out. He, he produced a horror movie. I think it comes out like next week or something in theaters. What is it called? The Haunting or, or The Haunted or something? I think it might be The Haunted. Huh. I'll double check. But dude, but, Sam Raimi and horror, I'm down. What? So it's Sam Raimi and horror. I'm like, I'm in. Dude, I just heard about who? Who was talking about Sam Raimi? Somebody was talking about Sam Raimi, and they're like, "Yeah, that guy's a freaking weirdo." Oh yeah, dude, he's a he's a goofball. <laughs> oh shit! Anything's weird after that Spider-Man three dance sequence. Oh, I know that was. I'll never live that down. It's called the Unholy. Okay. He's got some bangers. He it. I'll tell you right now. You said it's got some what? Oh, he he has some. Some bangers coming out. Evan, <laughs> this is a long name. It's Evan Spilotopolopolis. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's a first-time director. Okay. He, yeah, first-time director. Yeah, you crazy. Hey, you crazy. Okay, so Sam Raimi, right? Let me see. Yeah. Let me check this out again. Okay, he's got uh, Don't Breathe, the sequel, coming out. Okay. And then he's got Evil Dead, the game. Then he's got- For what? For what? For all, all the consoles. Have you seen the trailer? No. Oh my god, it looks awesome. What kind of game is it? It's like like a multiplayer game. And mm-hmm. you guys have to like fight off the, the, the dead or whatever. And then you guys it's like yeah. all the characters from like the show and then the movies. It's badass. You have like got like chainsaws and guns, you know, just it looks cool. Is it like Dead by Dawn? No, no, like no. Like the no. Friday the thirteenth movie? No, no, no. It's a different. Game? It's, game? it's 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 a little bit more like a like a Left for Dead type of game. Oh like hell that. yeah. I seen that trailer for Left for Dead too. You know Yeah, that looks awesome. And he has a movie called Evil Dead Rise, which is the sequel to Evil Dead. But that's huh? but that's in the city now. They're bringing it to the streets. Oh for <laughs> sure. The next will be space. Hell yeah. No. That's it. That's all he's got. <laughs> nope. Trash. <laughs> uh what movies did you watch this week oh this guy who's directing the new evil dead 
movie? He did that one uh-huh. movie, The Hole in the Ground. Remember that one? It was like a really no, good the movie. Hole, I think it's called The Hole, right? No, it's called The Hole in the Ground. It's with the little oh, kid. Oh, it's not out. That's not out yet. No? Oh, okay. I'm thinking, nah. of, the, oh, I'm thinking of The Hole. I, yeah. The Joe Dante movie. Yeah, Joe Dante. Yeah, okay. So yeah. The, what the fuck? The Hole in the Ground is, I, w- I had a chance to see it. It played at Sundance. Oh, okay. uh, it got released earlier last year or in the middle the end of last year when Sundance did digital thing. I, I heard good things about it, but I haven't I haven't seen it. Oh crazy. I hope it's good. I'm There's down another though. movie too that I've been wanting to see that people were talking about. It's called We Gotta Get to the World's Fair or some shit like that. Oh, it's supposed to be pretty intense. That sounds cool. Is it like yeah, a buddy comedy? Like a, huh? Is it like a buddy comedy trying to get to the fair? For it's some... like about a girl who's like doing like uh gnarly shit on the way to the world's fair. Oh, okay. Like, uh, and, like, recording it for, like, likes and shit. Oh, okay. That seems supposed cool. to be gnarly. Okay, so, like, I have stuff I consumed over the week. It may not be movies, but I'll, I'll go through them. So, anyway, the, I, I listened. The new Citizen album came in the mail, and it's a banger. Oh, yeah. How was that? It's a banger, man. It's fucking good. I, d- I didn't like that song. I didn't like that new song, they, their single they released. Yeah, the single's a little whatever, but, like, some of the songs in this album are, like, some of their best music. It's, like, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little softer and it's a little more dancier like it's weird it's like it's not as it's like it's more of like a fun album than you know before it was like pretty like melodramatic and yeah you know? but like yeah but now it's like it's a little bit more fun lyrics and it's like a little dancier but it's cool it's i like it a lot what about you, you got something uh you want me to just run through them real quick because it's pretty easy oh, and we, then save the one we're gonna talk about yeah you can do that uh I saw Waiting for Guffman. I got like really stoned. I texted you guys. I didn't, I didn't tell you guys I was stoned, but I got really stoned and watched that movie. Uh-huh. I haven't laughed that hard in the last I think you did tell us because you, you said I'm flowed. You, you, you did tell us. I got stoned and watched it. I did? Yeah. You, you, you oh, like, man. You didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like, like I'm floating or something like that. Or like you said something. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. I saw Waiting for Guffman. That's like a blind spot in my, in the Christopher get in the Christopher guest, like, uh, universe that I've never seen. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's one of his, like, more famous ones. And yeah, that shit was fucking comedy, bro. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Oh, man. I don't know if it was because of the, I was stoned or, or not, but God, that <laughs> shit has, like, some laugh out loud moments. Like, uh, Eugene, because it's like all the Christopher guests, like, you know, all the guys in it. So it's like, Eugene Levy, Fred Willard, uh, what's the lady from Schitt's Creek? Uh, uh, damn, what's her name? The mom? The redhead. She comes in, in Beetlejuice in uh, Home Alone. But anyway, oh, she's okay. in it. Uh, Piper, is it Piper Paraboo? Uh, it's all the, it's the cast of characters. It's like typical Christopher Guest movie, but there's like a scene where Eugene Levy, he's like, you know, I wear these glasses because I have like a severe stigmatism and he pulls down his glasses like that and he's like totally cross-eyed. <laughs> like stupid jokes like that really get me dude oh my god and like she they're like there's a scene where (laughs) eugene levy and fred willard they're like eating there they go out to a chinese food restaurant they're eating and then like that chick she's getting really drunk and she starts spilling all these secrets and she starts saying that fred willard had a dick reduction surgery Because it was too big. And Eugene Levy's like, huh? What? <laughs> I didn't even know that's possible. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Oh, that movie made me laugh. I can't stop. Oh, when I think about it, I laugh. Uh, I saw, I don't know if they're doing like a Barry Levinson retrospective on uh, HBO Max right now, but since Ralph was watching Rain Man, they have like a bunch of Barry Levinson movies. Oh, really? So like, <laughs> I banged through a couple of them. Uh, I watched Get Shorty and uh, Bandits uh get shorty because somebody i forgot what podcast i was listening to where they were talking about elmore leonard and you know he always he's like such a prolific uh like noir crime novelist and anytime they like turn his movies into uh or turn his novels into movies i always watch including the the lesser the lesser stuff um like that what is it small town crimes and the one with uh mickey rourke and jonathan joseph gordon levitt like those are like bad movies but i'll still watch them um, but he, you know, he's famous, uh, Elmore Leonard novels got turned into like Jackie Brown out of sight. Oh, okay. Um, get shorty. That's obviously did so well. They made a second one. Hey, what happened with um, out of sight? Was that a good movie or no? What? Out of sight. Out of sight's like an amazing movie. Oh, it is. I, okay. I, I remember, I don't know why, but I think I thought I remember didn't, people didn't like it when it came out. Uh, yeah, it like bombed when it came out, but it's, uh, amazing. That's like one of my favorite Soderbergh movies. Okay. Um, perfect. It's like a perfect script. That's like, oh man, they have some great like, uh, uh, conversations in that movie, but it's like one of those movies. It's like Jackie Brown where it's like funny, bumbling idiot crime shit. You know what I mean? 
Um, Jackie Brown's acting like, like one of my. He's definitely my top three Tarantino movies. That's my favorite. I think it might Jack be number Brown's one. My favorite Tarantino movie. Yeah, it's a good man. It's a really good movie. That's a soy boy answer. That's an A twenty four merch bro answer. But it is what it is. You know the vibes. Yeah, I, like that. <laughs> I saw bandits. That's that's a good what one. Happened? I like that that phrase phrase A twenty four merch boy. Yeah, that's like a phrase that's been thrown around for a couple years now. Really? I thought they just started yeah. doing merch. Nah, dog. People, there's like a there's <laughs> people hate the type of people that like A twenty four. There's like a backlash, yeah, dude, big time. It's, they don't. They just don't understand it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have seen his face, dude. It just like dropped. <laughs> Saw Bandits. I haven't seen that one in a long time. That's the uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Bruce Willis movie. It's got like a. Uh, it's good. It's about these two uh, guys that break out of jail. And then they go on uh, like a bank robbing spree, and they rob. They hijack. Kate Blanchett and both of them fall in love with her and then it's like a tug of war kind of oh, like, okay I'm in love with her but we rob banks and yeah uh saw that uh I wanted to <laughs> Ralph also brought up that the Beverly Hills Cop uh trilogy is on HBO Max yeah and that he's never seen Beverly Hills Cop and uh yeah I don't understand what movies you guys watched as young children I was very disappointed in you guys um I've seen it, it. what it is what happened I've seen it Oh, okay, because uh, I thought you said you didn't see it. Oh, no, it. no, I like, I like those movies. Uh, yeah, I watched three. Uh, I haven't seen three in a long time. I have like a spe- There's like a special place in my heart because that movie was on fucking HBO all the time back in the day. Um, <laughs> and it's like horrible. It's like horrible. But I know that. I know details in that movie more than I do, too. Um, and one and two are like superior films. Um, but yeah, I watched that. And then I watched uh, The Father. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, oh wow the clippers lost that's a, that's frustrating uh <laughs> is it um is it worthy of all the oscar attention it's getting yeah it's a very unique uh it's like an oscar movie uh it's a unique way that it's told it's like a very unique way uh that the movie's told and it's pretty cool it's like very disorienting because you don't know which uh from which view you're getting the movie um essentially it was a stage play from like 10 years ago and it's one of those things where like in the beginning, it just plays with you. Like different characters come in and out, and it's almost like you feel as the audience that you have. You, he's trying to make you feel like what Alzheimer's feels like or dementia feels like, mm-hmm. because characters come in and out, and you're like, wait, what? Wait, that that person's not that person, and it changes character. It'll change like the actor as a character, and you're like, wait, what? And it gets revealed more and more like a thread throughout the whole movie until finally oh, okay. at the end, you you kind of see why he lives in the world he lives in, and you know, like mm. why he can't remember things and yeah uh uh yeah but it's like very i mean his performance is like very oscar Beatty. you know what i mean like in the sense that like i could see him winning for it i wouldn't be surprised if he did it if he if he uh did win for it either it's he's either disabled gay or a slave those are the three oscar like big like you know Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. for that Mm -hmm. that award for the most part there's like a type of oscar movie and uh yeah i could definitely see this one uh sneaking in there but yeah like i said it's pretty unique in the way that it tells tells the story it's like a first time director i guess he also directed the stage play but this is his first film a feature film and so uh yeah it's also i think it was kind of short i don't think it was that long but yeah saw that and then um yeah the movie that we're gonna talk about so then i saw okay so i played i started playing a game called it takes two Dude, yeah, you were, I saw it. I saw that. That shit looks crazy. Dude, it's like really good. I was like surprised. It's like if if Nintendo made a game with Pixar. It reminded me of a more uh, detailed, uh, like uh, what's that game, dude? Uh, fuck, what's that game? Um, the one where they like the, sh- the the remember that game, that Chef game we used to play on fucking oh Overcooked. Uh, yeah, Overcooked, but like a, a more uh, detailed version of that. Oh no! Like it, that mixed with little big things or whatever that small. Oh okay, or yeah. Like that like those two. Mixed this is kind of like a like a platformer, kind of like little big things or, or little big world or whatever it's called, and like Mario that type of game. But like but it you make, gotta work together. Yeah, it makes you like work together. Like you guys have to like. Well, it's pretty much like a you're you're a couple, you're um a married couple that's getting a divorce, and your daughter is like really upset, and she buys a book, that's like about like love. I guess she went to like the thrift store or whatever, bought a book about love. And then she was crying because you, you tell her, like, oh, we're going to get divorced finally. And then she starts crying. And then she has, she made, like, a mom and dad doll. And she's always trying to, like, when she sees the, the mom and dad fighting, she goes and plays with the dolls. And, like, pretend that they're, they're in, in, like, in love still. 
So then she cries, and then it pretty much the book comes to life, and now the parents go into the the bodies of the dolls, and now you're just trying to get to your daughter. And then it, as you're doing that, it's pretty much like you're trying to you're working out your relationship as you guys are trying to work together to beat the game. <laughs> but it's like it, it's really good, dude. It's like it's like it's a so Pixar. Serious. It's like it's a, a Pixar game. movie. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot of games are serious now, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was. I was like, I'm really surprised because like Mickey's not into games really, but like it makes you like, like you have to know what she's doing. She has to know what you're doing. It's just like it's a really good like working. It together. makes you involved. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, we should play it after after we beat it. After I beat it with Mickey, we should we should go around and do a round of it. Uh, what was I gonna say? It, it trips me out that games are so serious. I'll never forget that game. That game you told me to do what was it where uh, you go to the house and you got to find out why the person left. And yeah. like the whole time you think that somebody committed suicide. I thought the whole time that I was going to find out like a dead body in the fucking attic. Yeah. It's like, oh no, he just left. <laughs> well, it's not that he left. It's just that he was scared to tell his parents he's gay. Oh yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they felt like they couldn't like, you know, live the life that their parents wanted them to live or something. Yeah. yeah that was a you good think game. at the end that he's going to like kill himself or something because he can't handle it. And it's like, no. Yeah. Like it leads you to the attic. Right. And then you're just going and then you find like the journal and stuff and you're just like, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> you know, like. What was that game called? Uh, Something Home. or I don't know. It, <laughs> I forget what it's called. But that was, I, I like that. That was good. So then after that, I saw a movie called Shoplifters of the World. And, um, oh, yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it, it didn't click with me. Like I, I watched it because it's pretty much. Uh, uh, hour and a half uh, Smith's music video, you know? So I'm like, okay, the worst case scenario, I'm going to hear the Smiths for an hour and a half, you know? But, but like, um, it, I don't know. It just, it was, like, so, like, super tropey. And, like, this, like, it was, like, a movie full of tropes. And, like, the actors were, like, kind of, like, bad actors, but they were just, like, so overly dramatic, you know? Yeah. And then it's just kind of like a, so, like, you know, like, the Smiths and Morrissey's, like, they all have like immediate murder like on their the cars and like it's just like so like it's like a cartoon version of Smith's fans. Yeah, so the reason that movie is big right now is because that's a, that's like one of the few movies that I th- that might be the only movie that Morrissey's like given the rights to the music to be played in that film. Um, but when I saw it, it reminded me of like an like Airheads, like an eighties take on Airheads, basically with like uh-huh. a rom com mixed in. So like that from what I got, what from what I gathered is the guy steals, uh, or he go he hijacks, he goes in and like threatens a radio DJ to like, uh, play. He like takes the guy hostage to make him play Morrissey songs for the girl he loves. Yeah, he pretty much. It's just like it's <laughs> it's like one of those things where like, like this guy is leaving to the war. Like this group of friends, one of them's leaving to the war. Um, the other one's going to college. The other one is, like, trying to figure out if they're gay or not. And like, he's, like, very, like, you know, he's, like, fighting it. He doesn't want to, like, come out as gay. So he's trying to fight being gay. And yeah. the other one is, like, owns a record store. He works the record store. But, like, it's just so, like, a tr- like it just so happens that, the, like, the, the last day that they're all going to, like, go and leave each other is the day yeah. that the Smiths break up. So it sends them, like, on this, like, spiral of, like, depression and, like, they're just trying to find themselves all in one night, you know. And then this guy, so then the guy, like, holds up the radio station and then he's playing the soundtrack to their night pretty much. He's making them play all these Smith songs. So, But, like, if it was, like, the content, I like the concept. It's really cool. But And if it was, like, Perks of Being a Wallflower, like, that quality of movie, it would have been amazing. Yeah. It would have been, like, the movie of the year. But, like, yeah. the writing, uh, for me, personally, is, like, he's trying to hit all the tropes of, like, a Smiths fan. And by doing that, oh, gotcha, gotcha, it's gotcha. a super cheesy, super, you know, like, corny here, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And then, but he's Joe was... To get the street, the street cred from the Moz. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And Joe, Man- Manja- what's that guy's name? Manga- oh, Manganalio? Yeah, that he's guy, dude, he's fucking funny, man, in this movie. He's, like, the, he steals the show for me. Like, he, it's he's... so odd. He, he's he like a, had a better career. I don't get it. I mean... He's he's living life right now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's like I always wished a better career for that guy. He plays a the a radio jockey, right, a DJ, and like he's a metalhead. So the guy comes yeah. with the gun. <laughs> he, he, and then he's like, he's like, put your hands up, motherfucker! And then he's playing like metal music all out. And then he turns around. He's like, holy Judas Priest! And he puts his hands up. He's just like, what? <laughs> like he would say, you know, like it's just crazy. He's like a, it's funny. Like it's crazy. Uh, but like I I know like some people are gonna love this movie because you know. No, nah, it's getting trashed. Is it? It's it's like yeah. me personally. It doesn't it click bad. at all. Like, and I, I like I stopped it three times, but I went back 
to finish it. Like. So my thing is like the the Smiths movie that uh, has never come out is uh, uh, Al Madrigal has like the, like one of the best pitches for that he was trying to pitch for pitch for a while. Um, and I've always wanted to be like take his concept and write it, just be like here story by Al Madrigal. But it's essentially like about like four kids from East LA that are trying to get tickets to go see Maz like play at the the Greek. Oh, and that'd so be it's cool. like Detroit Rock City about four like Hispanic kids from East LA trying to get uh, to the you know basically yeah. to see Maz at the Greek, uh, Morrissey at the Greek. And so I don't know that concept is always like that's like so perfect. Like why yeah. haven't they made that movie? It's like Detroit Rock City for Latin kids. You know what I mean? And like that's such a that's like an actual uh prejudice or i don't know whatever a characteristic trait of like young latin kids like love fucking morrissey and Akira, <laughs> yeah. you know so it's like that's such a perfect thing to write mm-hmm. it's like it's like to me it like it's the concept that, that works so well it's like the ant-man concept of michael pena telling a story it's like you have that one guy oh yeah in yeah i mean it's like yeah my friend knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy <laughs> like that like i just think that it would work like and so i've always wanted to be like damn That'd be a good script, like a good uh, treatment to write or something. That would that'd be really cool. Yeah, but I forgot to tell you, I saw Boogie. Oh yeah, How, what, I, did it meet I, your I, expectations? Obviously, huh? Did it meet your expectations? Uh, so he's a bad director, but he's a really good writer, and so it's frustrating too because the characters he got in the movie are like they're too old, man. It's uh, like it, it's 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 a, such a common thing that that happens. It's like really hard to find. You know, like kids that are young <laughs> that you want to take seriously, you know? What I yeah. Mean? Um, but yeah, like I had been hearing like, oh, yeah, he directed the basketball scene so well. And I was like, these are bad. Like this is not directed well. And uh, he does like some weird he does some weird things with the story that you're just like, huh? Like, but it's almost like he's trying to show his chops as a director. Like, this is what I can do. Oh, okay. But it doesn't necessarily help the story or help the movie. Yeah. Um, And it's like. At times, he's trying to be really nuanced, and then at times, he's trying to be really broad, you know, because it's hard. You're trying to make a teen movie, but at the same time, he has things he wants to say about being Asian American. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to that, when it gets to the Asian American of it, it, like, uh, works so well because he's writing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it works so well. There's, like, some monologues in it that you can take away and be like, wow, that's really good writing. Those are, like, really good monologues. But at the same time, like the movie's just not up to par, you know, mm-hmm. it like dips, it dips, in, it, it goes in like dips and valleys, dips and valleys. And you're just like, I don't know. And so I was underwhelmed. Um, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Eddie Wong. So it's like, of course, if he keeps making movies, I'll go watch him. But I was hoping for a lot more and yeah. it kind of let me down. Like, the, And then the stakes just aren't that, the stakes aren't that high. You know, when you're doing a movie like that, you have to have stakes that are high to like really root behind the characters uh-huh. and uh you know he kind of makes them unlikable for a reason to be like make him selfish and have like this big self-realization at the end that you know like classic high school movie like you know i'm i'm the guy i'm the star like y- y'all are behind me and then you know he gets kicked off the team and then he comes back to help the team but it's like you have to have stakes and if i don't have stakes in wh- whoever he's playing on the other side it's like it won't work for me because it's like I don't care if you win the game. Yeah, you just, know, it just feels like you're gonna go on <laughs> with your life. It's like the next day's gonna happen and whatever. Like it's not like a big deal. Yeah, it just mo- you know. So, but he's in it. He shows up in it. He's like the comic relief. And any- every time he's in it, I like I get you get stoked, you know, because he like does these one liners and stuff. But uh, yeah, I just it's like it's there. It's like you know, there's 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 a yeah. potential. So like, yeah, it's his first directing movie. His first movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And uh, he he's a big music hip hop fan, and so like he has some really good needle drops in it. I will give him that. He has some like uh, left of field needle drops, and I'd be like, "Huh, this is the first time I've heard this artist in a movie." And like, that's cool that you used him in this in like a movie like this. So he's got potential. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, that's good. Uh, but yeah, I forgot. All right, so then I also saw Bad Trip. So we saw we both saw Bad we Trip. We both saw Bad uh, Trip, like number one movie in the world right now for like it, the week. Is oh yeah, because everybody could see it on Netflix. Yeah, basically, I, I know it's been in top ten for the for the weekend. It was number one for the whole weekend, but I don't know. I know it's been in the top ten for the whole week. Like, whenever I put on Netflix, it's still in the top ten or whatever. Yeah, it, uh, dude, but uh, I, I, did you like it? I haven't laughed that hard in a long time either. That me was too, like man. waiting for government laughing. Like that shit always makes me laugh. You cannot go wrong with like getting people's reaction. Like yeah, like honest reaction to <laughs> shit. Like man. 
those jackass movies are some of the best like um theatrical experience theatrical experiences i've ever had uh-huh. so like it makes me this that movie made me wish like man i wish i would have saw this in me theaters. Too, it was yeah. planning to come out in theaters it just yeah got last year for a yeah. long time but like but yeah. dude yeah it was like so uh, dude and like some of the like, just seeing like the reactions of people like made me like miss being out in the world you know because like people are so yeah. funny man some people like react and like are so cool and i don't know it's just cool it was, i was like I, my whole time watching it i enjoyed it but i was pretty Correct. i was, was pretty fucked up too when i watched it <laughs> no i enjoyed it i was I, I don't was i inebriated or no nah, i wasn't i just watched it and uh yeah I, I thought it was funny dude there's some some really funny shit in there like uh when homeboy when she gets she pretends like she she breaks out of jail and homeboy's like scrubbing the wall oh yeah and she's like let me borrow your jackie come on let me borrow your jackie and he's like nah i can't like get just go just go and then the sh- the cop rolls up or the 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 officer whatever correctional officer rolls up and he's like have you seen somebody and he tries to play it off his reaction is like what she just said he's like oh what am i gonna do help her give her my jacket <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're just like what bro like and then he was like this is serious he's like go that way he was like yeah go that way. <laughs> Dude, okay, so so this next part's gonna be a spoiler because this is I think this is like the funniest part of the movie. So if you don't want to hear it, just like skip forward a minute or two. But dude, that part where he, the gorilla cage had me fucking <laughs> dying, like getting, dude. Dude, like he gets jizzed on in the yeah. Place. So like he he comes out right, and everybody's like like he escapes the, like the gorilla's like fucking him from behind, you know, and he escapes yeah, for the first time. Yeah. So he goes in the the cage one time and the the gorilla, the fake gorilla like attacks him. Yeah, so he comes out and everybody's like, "Why would you do that?" He's just like, "Oh, I did it for love," you know, like all this <laughs> stuff where they're just like, "Girls are not worried." It's people telling him stuff. And he goes, "Oh shit, I left my phone over there." And he walks back <laughs> into the cage. And the gorilla like, grabs his head and starts fucking his face, dude. It was so funny. <laughs> everybody's just like screaming and oh man. <laughs> That part had oh, me shit. dying, man. I was like, uh, it's like MacGruber laughing. Like, I was like, couldn't breathe. Yeah, MacGruber laughing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was laughing hard, dude. I remember uh, where she steals the car at that reaction of the white boys. And he's like, oh, man, that guy's going to feel like an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, those reactions. Uh, it's just an honest reaction. Just like, and then, you know, I was talking to my homie at work, and it's just like, ha- it's so funny that, like, he's not famous enough for people to lo- know. It's like, at this point, yeah. you know, it's like, after the Borat 2, it's like, damn, people are, you know, like, we're so disconnected from the rest of the U.S. sometimes, you know? You forget that, that, you know, what's popular uh, in these bigger cities are isn't necessarily popular in the Midwest. So it's like oh, somebody yeah. like Sasha Baron Cohen or Eric Andre can go in the middle of fucking Utah and pull a joke like this. And people are going to yeah. be like, well, who is this guy? You know, it's like if me or the homie at work saw this, we'd be like, holy shit, that's Eric Andre. I'd be like, burn up, you know, yeah. like, saying all this shit. Like, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's funny. Like they, he could still get away with it. I know. And you know, the, 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 the plot device of like, how are we going to get from sketch to sketch or prank to prank is like, it's <laughs> you. I thought at first I didn't think it was going to work, but it works. It's like, you just need to set up and like why this person's here. And if you can tie it together as a full movie, then it's like, you can make this movie three hours if you wanted to. And people are still going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a dumb container of a movie, but it was still like, it worked, <laughs> you know, it just, it flowed pretty well. Yeah, I even like the parts that weren't prank, like when they're in the fucking, uh, when they're doing the, they're tripping inside the market and Lil Rel's like dancing. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that Lil Rel and him came up like together. Uh, they're like homies, you know? Oh, really? And, like, Eric Andre's always been weird. So like when he was doing stand up back in the day, it's like, that's just that weird dude. Like, <laughs> That's funny, man. But that's funny. You know, you would never think Little Rel and Eric Andre would be like best buds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Haddish was good too, man. Like she she went for it a lot of times. It was yeah, funny. she did. I liked her. Uh, I really liked her. Bl- the the bloopers when she calls out the people at the food truck when she's er- holding Eric Andre over the. Uh, the edge of the roof oh yeah and then they show the the bloopers of that prank later and she's just like calling out all the people like damn y'all didn't do nothing like <laughs> y'all over there just eating your little food like giving me the side eye like that's <laughs> waiting funny. for this homeboy to fall off the roof dude and oh, it's shoot. so crazy how like a lot of these stunts or whatever that where he's in trouble you just everybody just pulls out their phone and starts filming yeah. Like everybody's like yeah, first like, reaction uh, the car blows up and the guy's trying to separate them but the other homies is trying to separate them too but he's got his phone out like recording. yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> the one the one prank that was really good was uh they got the white boy and uh tiffany haddish was like showing him the picture of little rel and uh eric andre and then the white boy is in the middle of him he's like that's you oh, yeah. that's you <laughs> Oh man, that was comedy. Or when she goes into the diner, and she, and then that that one lady, she gets all into the drama. Remember? <laughs> oh yeah, and her husband's like, "You're a snitch, you're a narc. Like, <laughs> yeah, you you shut up! Like, <laughs> you're doing too much." <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, man. Like, that'll never get old. Those pranks. Will, if you could get like honest reactions out of people, I don't think that'll ever get old. <laughs> it's so yeah, human so, to be like what you know because like your automatic reaction is like what would i do in that situation yeah it's like, shut up you would do nothing you'd be fucking running out too <laughs> you'd be you out there with I mean? your phone you know hell yeah i'd yeah. be dipping like when <laughs> like that the 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 indian girl when he puts his hand in the blender she's just like peace oh, i gotta yeah. go <laughs> she, <just left. laughs> she don't stay to record it or nothing she's like i'm out yo <laughs> but yeah i uh definitely recommend that movie it's like one of those movies you can just put on uh, and you can watch it probably a couple times stoned, you know, inebriated to get different yeah. reactions. <laughs> I was I was still laughing, dude. The, the next day after that gorilla bit, I was thinking of the gorilla bit, dude. Just like had me cracking up the next day. Well, it's funny, you know, like I said, I was talking to my homie at work and like when we were talking about it, it's like we were both laughing still at the jo- at like the skit. So, yeah, I know it's good. It, it does bum me out, though. It, I do think that that movie might have been like a surprise hit. Uh, just in the theater, like yeah, those definitely. Jackass movies, you know, what I mean? uh-huh. like it's like the perfect demographic. It's like that's like what sixteen-year-old boys want, <laughs> <laughs> and like go rewatch, you know. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm sure a lot more people are going to be able to watch it now. Yeah. And uh, so the, hopefully this makes Eric Andre huge. You know, he deserves to get the cred for Hell all, yeah. all these. Bird up, baby, funny. bird up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll finally know who Blannable is. <laughs> uh but <laughs> that's a shout out to the eric andre show in the last season in which hannibal burris died and they brought black blannable which was a black hannibal it's like a different guy but it's yeah it's funny <laughs> anyways anyways uh this is a, a good spot for us to end it i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um slowly but surely uh we're all gonna be like socrates or whatever was that guy socrates or plato the 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 story about the guy that comes out of the cave and sees the sunlight and anyways uh, <laughs> uh the groundhog uh, the where all my philosophy what a one majors at what's up <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh we will catch you on the flip side or at another time jobins laters or later later